Well, the New South Wales Rugby League board has made the very difficult decision to abandon a number of major competitions for the 2021 season uh, in response to the COVID-19 outbreak across the greater Sydney region. It's a real blow for the sport and particularly all the player pathways. And I think we're, we're going to feel the effects of this in years to come, sadly. Uh, the competitions affected include the knock-on effect New South Wales Cup, the Harvey Norman New South Wales Women's Premiership, Jersey Flag Cup, Ron Massey Cup, and the Sydney Shield as well, which uh, were suspended at the start of July. Uh, this statement is issued by the New South Wales Rugby League uh, Chief Executive David Trotton. He says, with the current public health order in force until at least 28th of August, and there understandably being no current New South Wales government-sanctioned roadmap out of the lockdown for sport, uh, the board was left uh, with little option but to uh, cancel uh, our major competition. So as I say, it is a blow. Um, you, you keep in mind also that the New South Wales Cup particularly, they didn't play last year either. Um, the New South Wales Rugby League continues to work with the Office of Sport, New South Wales Health and other winter codes to form a position on community sport with a decision expected uh, on the 16th of August. Joining us on the line, a man that's uh, been around the New South Wales Cup for many, many years. Uh, he's a director of the Newtown Jets, Albie Tallarica, who often joins us uh, on a Sunday as well. Albie, thanks for, uh, th- thanks for joining us, mate. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, but a little bit sad, and like everyone else in rugby league world, we live and breathe by, you know, every Saturday at Henson Park, and it's our second season that we uh, really have had such disruptions. We had such high hopes for this year with two beer, food and footy days ready to go, uh, the Tommy Rodonica Shield. We had so much, so much about to happen, uh, and unfortunately, yet again, we're uh, we're stuck between the devil and the deep blue sea. But like everything in Newtown and other clubs like North Sydney and Western Suburbs, we we will survive. And, and and as and you're right as well. It's it's going to affect it not straight away, but in years to come, there's going to be that that uh, switch. And where we've had a good run of players with Newtown, and, and if you look with uh, the second tier and Jersey Flag um, up to Origin, and if you look at the trajectory of how the players go, the next couple of years are going to be very interesting for New South Wales. You're right, and and, and I know. Look, we've we've got to move with it. We've just got to deal with it. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that this really is a hammer blow to to a lot of those um, those clubs like like Newtown Jets. You obviously have other sort of revenue sources away from from match day, but but some clubs are, are much more um, better off than others. What what are the main areas um, financially that that you will uh, you'll struggle with? With regards to Newtown, 70% of our income comes from game day. Mm. Um, losing two beer and footy day, 30 days. I mean, two years ago, 2019, we're te- I won't, we had 8,972 genuine souls at the football. We had more than that. But, mm. you know, it was our biggest gate and biggest day that we've had in the history uh, since we've been, come back to second-tier football. So that's taken, you know, about 17 years to build that. And full credit to those people that have kept it going. And I think that we would have easily on both of the days that we had them scheduled for this year eclipsed that number. I have no doubt. Mm. And and it's not just that there's, you know, we had it not COVID not hit again or we, we, we went 40 days without it. Um, and we got this second wave. We were welcoming, of course, um, you know, Tommy's uh, partner, Trish, and his son down mm. for the for the reunion day. 40 years against uh, Parramatta. It's, it's, you know, that's when we were last in the grand final. It was 1981, you know, mm. in, in the top tier. And we had a massive celebration planned for that. But, you know, we, we, I've read just recently that um, Phil Gould has made an approach to the NRL 
uh, about some form of a summer cup, maybe potentially some matches. I've just been in contact with him. Mm. And I've said, they've got to be at Henson Park. We've got to wait. He said, absolutely. He, he seems to think that's it's the perfect place. Mm. Um, it's local. So you never know. I mean, if things turn around, something just may happen in the back end of the year. Well, I hope it does. I really do. Um, I guess the only thing against that is going to be the temperatures too, isn't it? Um, later yes. in the year, but also, mate, I guess you've got a feel for you know casual staff, groundspeople, the vendors at Everything. various grounds as yep. well. Um, a lot of people out of work. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was talking to the boys from Western Suburbs. They've just secured Lidcombe Oval as a as a lease, uh, which is fantastic for Western Suburbs, and they want to build on the past histories of the club there. But they had special matches planned against uh, against uh, Canterbury and, of course, the, I mean, Mounties and also Newtown and Parramatta, which was always a very special game there. In, in, back in the 70s, 80s, you recall, Parramatta never won at Lickham Oval. I think it was 17 straight losses against Western Suburbs mm-hmm. or something like that. It was a magnificent record. And they wanted to replicate that. Um, you know, I, I speak to these guys, you know, quite often. We're all really disappointed, but we understand it. It's just... There's nothing you can do about it. But hopefully, you know, if we can get something in the back end of this year, great. But we sit down and we'll plan out next year and we'll keep it going. And um, you know what? Uh, the Jets will survive. The Bears will. And so will West and many other clubs as well. I mean, they're, they're, the problem with a lot of the other clubs, they are balanced by licensed premises and they've been taken, they're have been going to have a three-month hit. Mm. And over the last probably two years, they've taken six months of hits. So that's going to take three to five years to get back to where you were. And people will change in that time. So everyone has to re-engage. I also feel for the kids. I mean, you know, I'm involved with the junior club as well. And from under sixes upwards, I mean, they, they got a little bit of footy last year. This year they got a little bit, a bit of a taste, but they just didn't get the main course. And so we've lost a lot of that as well. I know other clubs, you know, we're going to struggle trying to get those kids back. So we have to work twice as hard to get those kids back for next year. Oh, tell me about it. We were struggling to get... To... Get numbers this year, so I coach an under thirteens team, which I think I've, I've told you before. That has that yeah. has that all been officially kibosh now? Is a red line through the the junior rugby all league? Gone. Red line, all oh, gone. Yeah, it's disappointing. Oh, and and, uh, and you know what? I feel for mm. the kids. I mean, the holidays. I mean, think about it. We're going to have. An, I mean, they basically live in front of the computer at the moment, mm. um, and so we've got to try and encourage them to get away from that. Summer may hit. Things may get better. Get them out. I mean, you, you and I are lucky. We live near the coast. Five minutes to water, fantastic. Mm. Get them out there into the open air. But there's not a, not a lot of people like us. So, no, yeah. no I, I'm I'm with you, mate. I do feel for the kids. I, and I live it. I live it every day. They are my two. They love. They live for their their Saturdays. They live for their footy. But um, thankfully, yeah. they've got other interests as well. But uh, you know, even if it's a hot day, rather than go down the beach, you know where they want to go? Straight down the oval and kick some goals. Which um, you yeah, know, it's nice. But. Yeah, so I'm talking to Albie Tallarico, a uh, director of the Newtown Jets, uh, in light of uh, the decision to uh, to can the the junior rugby league and all of the pathway competitions on on the senior level, Albie, and uh, we're seeing it already this year. New South Wales Cup last year didn't play; I think they played one game. But um, there's going to be a bit of a lag, isn't there? A bit of a knock-on effect um, down the track with those fringe players. Uh, and NRL clubs wanting to bring in some some new players through through um, periods when they've got injuries, etc. But these guys haven't had any football. Yeah, almost eighteen months. The fringe mm-hmm. players. I mean, you spoke with Bronson Garlic. He's going to be one of the lucky ones. He's he's got the, he got the key. He got the Willy Wonka uh, chocolate bar. Yes, and he and he's gone down the gold the Congratulations, mm-hmm. the gold wrapper. And so he's one of the lucky ones. And there will be other lucky ones. But the issues are. It's that eight, uh, bracket creep, so to speak. 
you know, the, the ones that used to play flag or the, the next, they can't play that anymore. They have to step up because the age bracket. So something's going to have to happen, maybe an adjustment for next year. Uh, and I think that's the only way because you're looking at some NYC, you're looking at Jersey Flag, you're looking at, uh, you know, SG Ball, Harold. There's a whole range of kids. I mean, uh, there's a young lady on, uh, I went, she, I would, she'd love that. I call her young Megan Barnes. Her husband coaches the SG Ball for the Roosters, has done for many years. Mm. That whole season's wiped and they put their heart and soul into it. They're like the parents to the boys, you know. Um, so these kids aren't going to have it. And the flow and effect will be, will be probably, uh, you know, maybe 18 months whether we're up to the task with Origin, because you look at Queensland, they've not had any interruptions now for two years. They're going quite good, and their, sh- their lockdowns are short and sharp. Um, ours have been long and, and very, very, very planned out. Uh, so that, that's got to flow through. I think, however, you know, we've got some great talent. That's the one good thing. And we've got all the infrastructure in place for the first time in a long time. And that's a bonus to the New South Wales Rugby League. They have done some good things in that space. Uh, but it's but for me, it's getting the kids back with the football and you know the the top tier and the the top tier and the bottom tier just making them meet and somehow that's going to have to happen. But it's going to be a very interesting and a very going to be a hard road, I think, for you know people like you and I. Mm. And what about the Fiji Silk Tails? They've been a revelation in the third tier Ron Massey Cup. Um, I'm assuming they unfortunately have to return home, do they? Well, at the moment, they are staying out at Daceyville in the Police Boys uh, fun, I think, club down there. Uh, they're staying down there. They're still running around, still doing a little bit of one-on-one training when they're allowed to. Uh, there, is, there is an outbreak in Fiji. They won't be going home. I'm, I'm hearing that they, if they're allowed to go home, they want to come back again for next year. But this is now their second season that they've been interrupted. And we had an international match at Kensington Oval. I think it was uh, might have been Brazil and maybe Canada. I can't think of the two sides that played just on the Queen's birthday long weekend. And Taz Batiri, who I know you know, yeah. brought all the boys down and they sung a beautiful prayer at the end of the match. Mm. They bring so much to the table. They're such great guys. And let me tell you, there were, there were people in the stands that were absolutely in tears because it was just one of those lovely moments. They bring community, so we can't afford to lose them. Um, I'd love to see a, a Samoan side or even a Tongan side in that Ron Massey uh, as well. I think that would be fantastic. Um, or a Pacific side. I think, you know, if we can somehow manage to do that, that would be even brilliant. Uh, but that's still a bit of pie in the sky stuff. But they have been a revelation. You know, they've, they've, they're good quality. They literally love rugby league. These guys they just love it. And they were absolutely fantastic at Kenzo. And I've seen them play and, and geez, they, they, they hit hard. Mm. You wouldn't want to be hit by them. No, no, that is for sure. Um, all right. Well, looking ahead, mate, and finally, um, look, what, what, what are the plans for next year? Is there anything in place that, uh, I mean, if, if, if this thing happens again next year, that'll be three years where the New South Wales yeah. Cup will have been canned. Um, I don't know if there's anything we can put in place to, to avoid that possibility. Well, I suppose we've just got to follow the medical orders and, 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 and uh, follow the uh, try and get the numbers down as little as possible, get as many vaccinations, get all the players vaccinated, staff, administrators, anyone that's involved with it. And so if, if necessary, then we just have to have regular testing, fast testing, and maybe it's a question of playing not in front of crowds um, and just have them at, at, at various times and maybe throughout the week, maybe not on weekends, and maybe there's the answer there. Um, but uh, that's the only way it could probably happen. It'd have to be very... It'd be just like the NRL protocols at the moment. It would have to be very, very strict. Um, and, if, and if so, but the, the issue is those guys that are part-timers, they're back in the community. And that is the big issue because the second-tier players, uh, you know, I've, I read about a young girl who's 
um, partner has been. He got picked up by I think Wentworthville this year. Terrific player. I was we played against New Zealand a few weeks ago when I called the game, and he was the, probably the second best on ground. Um, and he was in the losing side. He made more tackles than anyone else. But he has a part-time job, so he has to try and balance that as well. So I suppose the answer is follow the medical advice, and hopefully we can by this time next year we're having conversations about how good the season is. Hopefully, mate. Let's hopefully, uh, hopefully, so keep our fingers crossed. Thanks for joining us, mate, on higher ground. Anytime. There is Albie Tallarico from the Newtown Jets Rugby League Club.